Good to go. Welcome to Dev and Dragon Radio. I'm your host, Emma Wooschuk. I'm here with special guest, Greg Moore, the CEO of Franchise Maven. Welcome. Thank you, Melissa. I appreciate you having me. So what is Franchise Maven to begin with? I am a franchise consultant. I bring together buyers and sellers of franchises. Basically, when people are looking to get into a franchise but don't necessarily know which one to get into or how to go about investigating them, that's where I step in and I help them find a franchise that is a good fit for them. So for my listeners and my viewers, that would mean if I wanted to go buy McDonald's, I would come to you to help me research if that's going to be a good fit. Correct. Exactly right. Awesome. So what led you into this? A long time ago, when I first started uh, getting into getting a job, and, you know, working and a lot of us, you know, we started restaurants when we we're back in high school. I actually worked for a master franchisor of a Taco Bell many, many years ago, right out of high school. And that's where I got my first taste into franchising. And I thought, well, this is really fun. I helped her. Uh, she was a master franchisor on many different Taco Bells throughout uh, the Sacramento, California area. And I went around to her stores and helped them build them up. And they were really fun to work in because they're really simple and all the policies and procedures right there. That's where I got my start. I went on to manage another restaurant then got a degree in electrical engineering and physics. And after a while, I read, you know, Robert Kiyosaki's books, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And I thought, started thinking there's something better out there than the corporate world. And I thought, I've got to try something different because I don't want to be working seven to five Monday through Friday for the rest of my life. So I went out and I said, you know, it's time to leave the corporate world. And I went out and started looking at franchise businesses because I had worked in that franchise before. And I thought that was the greatest thing ever. It was real simple. I didn't have the latest, greatest idea for what business to start myself. So I started looking at franchising. I got a hold of a couple of franchise consultants that really helped me out. It was really a lot easier with the franchise consultants because I was getting click happy and clicking on too many things and getting too many calls from different franchises. They helped me find the right franchise. I got into a franchise, ran that for a while. That was a whole heck of a lot of fun. Really enjoyed it. Uh, sold that one off and went back to the franchise consultants. And I said, I want to do what you do because you help other people make their dreams come true and change their lives for the better forever. So I want to learn about what you do and I want to be a franchise consultant. And that was about 10 years ago. And here I am now still doing it. It's a lot of fun. Well, it's a niche that you don't hear a lot about, but it's a needed one. If you're looking to get into franchises, because there's oodles of franchises now, you know, you go back 40 years ago, there were a few. And how did you research them? Now you go to the Internet, you have McDonald's, all the restaurants, you have publishing, you have media, you have franchises in just about anything, anywhere. That is correct, Melissa. There are about four or 5,000 franchises in the U.S. today, just about any industry you can think of will have a franchise in it. So a lot of people, the first thing they think about is the things that they see every day, the things that they drive by, your typical brick and mortar franchises, your McDonald's, your uh, Meinikis, your Supercuts, your Great Clips. Those are the ones people see. What people don't see every day is the ones where they're the services industry, and they could be anywhere from home improvement, um, cleaning corporate offices, senior care, tutoring, 
many, many different uh, opportunities, just depending on what you're where you are looking to accomplish. And I help you decide not only if franchising is right for you to begin with, but then if it is, which franchise is right for you, a brick and mortar services industry and the one industry, full-time, semi-passive. Uh, if you just want to do a part-time, keep your day job, you can do that too. Now, have you, I know you're a best-selling author or you have a book on franchising. What led you into writing that book? After 10 years of doing this, Melissa, I started getting a lot of the same questions over and over again. So I thought maybe it would be best to put that down in a book so that people can actually read about it. So what I do is I walk people through the exact process for going through and investigating a franchise, what to look for. I put in there some real world stories of the people that I work with so that I can give an example of how I help people overcome that, how to avoid mistakes, uh, what to look for in a franchise system, how to get funding for it. Funding is really simple for a franchise, looking at franchise attorneys. So I was I was quite amazed. I just thought I'd put the book out there and just send it to my people that, you know, when they started work with me, I just send them a copy of my book. I thought that would be you know great so they could look things over and get to know me. I put in my background information as well. Turned out uh, that so many people liked it that I made it to the Wall Street Journal bestsellers list, which was quite a pleasant surprise for me. I was unbeknownst uh, to me that so many people would like it. Uh, but it really just breaks down what I'm going to take you through as a franchise consultant, the process that we're going to go through. And a lot of people don't know that there's franchise consultants out there when they start looking to do franchises. Uh, but there are. There are many, uh, many franchise consultants out there. And there's a few really good ones out there, not just me. Well, yes. When you're looking at a franchise consultant, you want to interview your consultant. You don't want to just go, hey, Mary had you. I'm going to work with you, too, because of personalities. And what you're looking for may not work. So always interview your consultants. Yes, absolutely. Uh, there's there's going to be a, you know, a few thousand franchise consultants out there. Uh, look for the ones that mm -hmm. have a good uh, track record, a good background, good experience that have been around for a while. That way they've gotten to know the franchisers. Interview a few different ones because you're absolutely right, Melissa. Personality has a lot to do with it, getting to know them because they're really going to be helping you and guiding you towards that a rather large investment and a rather large change in lifestyle that you're going to be doing. So yes, interview a few of them, check out a few of them, see which one you like best and go with that. Exactly. I mean, we as entrepreneurs, I'm an entrepreneur myself, you have to be careful who you work with. At the same time, you want to trust the reviews that we see online. You want to trust the reviews from word of mouth. And you wanted to do what works for you individually. I've worked with people that I love the first time I work with them and they stay with me for years. And I go and work with someone for a few minutes because even though I liked them at first, if you few months down the road, it may not be a good fit. Very true. Very true. That's why you want to interview with a few of them. And if you find that, you know, you start working with your franchise consultant, and you find that it's not a good uh, a personality fit or a good match, then just walk away. We don't charge anything for our services. So that, that's the best thing about it. The franchisors pay us a referral fee. So it's it's really best for you to go out there and interview with a few different ones, start talking with them, get to know their background, look up their reviews, LinkedIn, uh, wherever they're at, and, and get to know the background of the people that you're working with. Because you're right, as entrepreneurs, we need to be really picky about who we work with. Exactly. Now, 
as you are an expert in your field, what is the ballpark that you see entrepreneurs who are going into franchising pay to get into the franchising? Generally speaking, as you said, I would it's a, say it, go ahead. As you said, it's an investment. So they need to know numbers that what they're actually going to be looking at. Absolutely. That's Melissa. That is one of the things we go through quite well. So ballpark figure, if you're looking at something that is one of those brick and mortar type franchises, you build it, they will come. General theme on that. You're looking at an investment of around $300,000 or more for something like that. You've got the build out, you've got the training, um, site, uh, site selection. If you go into the services industry, uh, your clients don't necessarily know you exist until they need you. Need a good franchise to drive people to you when that need arises. Then you're looking at a small office or working from home. Um, you're looking at around 150,000, maybe 200,000 at the most, but around 150,000 dollar investment for something like that. And is, as you say, it's an investment. A, B, it sounds like a large number to a lot of entrepreneurs that think, "I have a hundred dollars, I'm going to go start a business." It doesn't work that way. <laughs> It can, hmm. but not very well. Um, but at the same time, you can get a loan from the bank because franchising a business, like you said, is a lot easier than getting a loan for a startup that has no Absolutely track record. Correct. Absolutely correct. Uh, as long as you have good credit, uh, you, you know, decent credit, four, six, fifty, seven hundred or more. Uh, I have people that I work with on a regular basis that fund franchises. The reason franchises are easy to fund, you don't necessarily need to go down to your bank because uh, they're a little bit more uh, picky about it. You can if you've got a good uh, relationship with them. That's just fine. But the people that I work with fund franchises on a regular basis. The franchises have a proven record of success. Another thing that you look for in a franchise and that I'll walk you through is making sure certain that they have that word. And I'll show you where to look for that at. But they have a proven record of success. So the funding people that I work with know that franchise has already been successful for a number of years. On that, and they know who to pick as a successful franchisee. And if they don't feel you're the right person, they won't pick you. So they've got that track record of success. So, from a franchising point of view, easy to fund the franchise. It just depends on your credit score. Right. I can go into a personal story of a franchise owner that I knew. Wonderful owner had this franchise for about 10 years, sold it to another franchisee that was coming in, had no experience in the restaurant business within five years of close. You have to make sure the franchise you're going to get actually has a knowledge base in what you're looking for. If you go into restaurant business, I know a lot about restaurants, and you worked at customer service at Lowell's for the last 20 years, you may not be a good fit for the restaurant business. Know your industry, uh, know what you like, know what you're good at. One of the mistakes I go through is really get to know that industry that you're looking for. So what I do is when we're going through the process, say you and I get together, uh, I'll go through a lot of questions. I have a questionnaire, have everybody filled out. We'll go through that. We'll have a couple of phone calls, finding out where have you been? Where are you at now and where do you want to be? And to your point, Melissa, where have you been? What have you done in the past? What strengths do you bring to that? If you've never managed a large group of people before or a large organization, then something like a McDonald's may be a little bit large for you to start with. If you worked at Lowe's in customer service, you haven't managed a lot of people, maybe we start off with something smaller. If your dream is to own that 
McDonald's, that's fine. We'll get you there. But let's start off with something that has two or three employees, a little smaller footprint, a little smaller organization, and then get you trained and get you start getting the feel of that and then build you up to something bigger. Exactly. You have to know your business. You have to know what your strengths are and you have to be honest about your strengths. Correct. I ask about everybody's strengths, what they've done in the past. So there'll be some franchises that won't be a good fit. That's where I come in. I know who the franchise is looking for in a successful franchisee. I already talked to it and I work with it. I don't work with them all. Don't work with all 4,000 of them or 5,000, however many there are. I work with a few hundred and I get to know a few in each one of the different industries and I get to know who will make a successful franchisee in their system. So I already know who they are looking for that will make a successful franchisee. Now I just need to know from my candidates that I talk to, what do you have in your background that will make you successful in that franchise system? Not only that, what type of franchise are you looking for that'll help you reach your goals as well? And then I do the matchup between the two of them. So can we break this on a little bit for our viewers and our listeners? If I'm a customer, a client of yours, I come in and say, okay, I want to have a restaurant franchise. Can we actually have that dialogue, what that would look like? Oh, absolutely. We'll talk about exactly why you want a, a restaurant franchise. Uh, what are you looking to accomplish? What is it about that restaurant franchise uh, that makes it so appealing to you? Uh, what kind of experience do you have in the past um, that will help you become successful at that? So we'll go through all of that. Uh, to make sure so it'd be like yeah so it'd be like okay i'm coming in i have 20 years restaurant management experience i have a degree in restaurant management and culinary arts and i'm i have basically the people that i manage was crews of 25 to 30 people but i don't know what franchise i want to go in i know i do not want a mcdonald's what would you suggest I would say we would look at franchises that are looking to grow in your area. So there'd be some questions that I'd be asking for you. Okay, you don't want a McDonald's, but you want a restaurant. Okay, plenty of restaurant franchises out there for you to look at. And now, Melissa, would you like one that is just a brand new starter? Do you want to get in on the ground floor of something? Uh, can be a little bit more risky, but you've got more open territory. You can grow with, with the system. You'll be trained by the owners of that or would you prefer this is something that has been around for a while that already has a proven record of success? A hundred or more franchisees in it already on that. Lots of systems and processes in place. Lots of people that you can talk to because you'll be talking to as many franchisees as you want before you make your decision. You want something that like that that's been around for a while with a bigger organization, something new. Uh, then we'll be looking at the restaurant itself. What type of a restaurant do you want to look at? Do you want to look at just uh, takeout? Do you want to look at something where you don't have a large footprint so you don't have a full dining experience? Or would you like something with a full dining experience on that? Are there any foods that you like, any foods that you don't like on that? So what I'm going to do is we've got a lot of different restaurant franchises. All through those questions, what I'm going to do is start narrowing down our possibilities. So why don't I just throw, you know, 100 uh, franchise restaurants at you and say pick one. I'm trying to help you get towards where you're thinking about where you want to go and what you're envisioning your restaurant is going to look like uh, that somebody else has already produced. And you just step in and just run that one because um, that is exactly what 
you picture in your mind that you will want to do with your future over the next five to 10 years? Now, do you also look at international franchises bringing those to the U.S.? Yes, we can do both ways. I can bring franchises overseas. I can bring franchises to the U.S. I can bring people from overseas into the U.S. I've done one from Pakistan. I've done one from Germany, where I brought people with uh, E2 visas or EB5 visas into the United States uh, so that they could migrate to the United States with an investor visa. Awesome. See, that's a lot of information that we as entrepreneurs, we don't think about. We know we want to do it, but we don't think about what we actually want. Now, I, me running a business, I tend to overanalyze everything. So <laughs> asking these questions live actually helps me narrow things down. Although we're not looking at doing a franchise right now. <laughs> Quite all right. There is a lot of data to analyze, and it does take uh, six weeks, eight weeks, uh, sometimes longer, sometimes shorter. Uh, there's a lot of information to gather uh, from my clients. And so when you're going through this, we'll walk through it together and I'll stay with you the whole time as we investigate that, talking to the franchisees, how they help you grow. If you're doing something that requires a site selection, do they do site selection for you? Will they do the lease negotiations for you? Do they have a build-out plan for you? Do you pay the money? You should get all of that out of a good franchise. If you're looking for something like a restaurant, like a fitness studio, like a hair salon, you are not necessarily an expert in real estate. So there's some little things in there that you need to look at to have those franchises do for you. Find the site, the sites, do the lease negotiation, make sure they have a build-out plan, make sure they have people that are going to build that for you. You just apply the money. They take care of the rest. So it gets all built out. And then you step in, do with what you're an expert at, which is managing that restaurant or managing that business and growing that business with the help of the franchise. Awesome. So is there any other information that you can give to our listeners and our viewers about how they can get a contact with you and what questions they should be asking you when they interview to work with you? Absolutely. To get a hold of me, you can find me at my website at franchisemaven.com, which is franchise, M-A-V as in Victor, E-N.com, brag at franchisemaven.com, or pick up the phone and just give me a call. 361-772-6401. And the questions that you're looking for when you're talking to a franchise consultant is how long have you been in business? How long have you been doing this? How many different franchises do you work with? How many people have you put into franchising? Uh, and really, our first phone call, I'm just going to encourage you to ask me anything that you want about me, about my past, what businesses have I run, which is a few different ones, um, and really get to know me on that. That's the first phone call. And make sure you're comfortable working with me. Uh, you know, Get to know, like, and trust as much as possible. So questions are open answered. I'll answer anything. I've run uh, dry clean, private dry cleaning businesses, storage units. Uh, I've had rental properties, and I've run my own franchise. So ask me everything, everything and anything you want to get comfortable with working with me. And my suggestion is for entrepreneurs, be a kid. Ask questions like a kid would ask. Be excited to ask the questions. Don't be afraid. Kids are not afraid to ask questions. So be, go into the kid mindset and ask everything that pops in your brain. It may not be important in the grand scheme of things, 
But at the same time, it's something that you actually are internalizing to begin with. Fears, questions, concerns. Get those out in the open right away. Ask every single one of those. Because I'm going to ask you every week, what are your fears, questions, and concerns for the week? There's a lot of questions and answers to be done on both sides. So be a kid, ask those questions, because it's going to come out one way or another. They do. They always do. So, yeah, we'll go through that. Every week we'll meet on a regular basis. You'll have phone calls with the franchisors usually every week. We'll probably look at two of them at a time and narrow it down. I'll send you five or ten different ones. We'll narrow it down to two, start talking with them getting to know that business. They'll explain to you how they're going to get you clients, how they're going to get you um, employees, how they're going to help your business grow. You're going to talk to different franchisees before it's all said and done. Talk to as many as you want. You'll be expected to and required to talk to a lot of them. Uh, so do that. If franchise you know, doesn't encourage you to do that and you're doing it on your own, there's something wrong. You've got to talk to the franchisees. You make a lot of friends that way. It's a group effort. You're part of a team. Everybody grows together. In general, most of the franchises give you a specific divine territory, so nobody is competing with each other. They're all helping that brand grow. You like being part of a team, like having help grow it, you'll love it. You have one franchise and you want to branch out into another or a business that you open yourself and want to branch out into a franchise. Is it good idea, a, a good idea to pair it so if you're in say myself i'm in publishing and i wanted to go into printing like flyers mailers and stuff like that would that be a good connection absolutely a great connection one of the things that uh, many of my people do is that when you get one franchise system say for instance uh you're in the service industry you're kind of in the service industry there yourself so you've got one service maybe you're servicing the you're doing a house cleaning for homeowners. If you want to branch out further than that, then maybe you'll do their yard service. You'll do their plumbing. You'll do their electrical work. Now you've got the same territory. You've got the same clientele. You're marketing to the same people. You're just offering them more. You take over the home, at, per se, on that. Anything that homeowner needs over the home, you get it done. In your case, Melissa, whatever they have to do with their books, uh, publishing, writing, uh, ghostwriting, marketing, all those you can just vertically stack and you can get them all done. Sometimes my people like to do something different where they want to branch out into a whole nother industry or they diversify their portfolios as well. That's another way to go or just expand out their territories. Start with one. One's a good way to start. Get to know the business. Once you get to know the business, then start expanding out and further and further territories. So then you encompass, maybe you take over the whole city, the whole state. And if you have your own business, you want to turn it into a franchise, that's something to consider as well. If you haven't grown to where you want to be on that and feel you'd benefit from a franchise, then reach out to a franchise. If you're a landscaper, reach out to, there's several different ones that do landscaping. Reach out and see how they can help you grow. Is there something that maybe they're doing that you're not, uh, that you can do that? Keep in mind that franchising is not right for everybody. You run your own business. You want to start that. You get all the profits. You can do whatever you want whenever you want, with whoever you want. Franchise system is going to be a little different. So you're getting a lot in return, but you're going to pay for it. Franchise fee, generally one-time fee, is going to be around $50,000 in general for a franchise. You've got your ongoing royalties. 
which is between five and 10%, depending on what the franchise offers you. So you're gonna be paying for that, but you wanna look at that and see, is what I'm getting worth it? One way to do that, of course, is talk to franchisees that are, that are doing it. Uh, but again, franchising isn't right for everybody, so compare it, compare and contrast where you are at now, what a franchise can do for you. If you're just starting out, you want that franchise to get you to where you wanna be two to three years quicker than if you, or more, than if you're doing it yourself, and if you're already in business, you want them to build, throw you to the next level, do a compare and contrast and see if it's worth it to you. Awesome. We are almost out of time. So I want to give the listeners and viewers one more time. How do they get a hold of you? My website, franchisemaven.com. That's franchise, M-A-V as in Victor, E-N.com. Email me at greg at franchisemaven.com or just pick up the phone and give me a call. 361-772-6401. And before they get a hold of you, if they want to buy your book to get some insights, what is the name of that book? Real Freedom, Why Franchises Are Worth Considering and How They Can Be Used for Building Wealth. And you can get that on amazon.com. Wonderful. And thank you so much for being on the show today. I appreciate you having me, Melissa. Very kind of you. And for all reviewers and our listeners, happy growing. Thank you.